Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. Yeah, we called Rob Ford, who is very busy these days. you got to get on his calendar. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, Oscar's in. working him to death in uh, Podcast Village. He's doing right, a lot yeah. of stuff. Uh, he's one very, of the very things, busy. One of the things that Gary says that makes you laugh is, is it when he says we should do another podcast, and you go, ha, 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 <laughs> if a guy comes in guns a blazing, if Bonnie yeah. and Clyde, there's a, there's my recent reference, come walking in, trying to knock over the ATM, does Gary yes. Gary's packing? Gary's yes. packing. He would shoot. Yeah, them. he's packing. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's you, he would draw on fire. They would shoot them. <laughs> All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of the Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Hi, everybody. Well, we've got two new faces on the screen that I'm looking at that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, Mr. Robert Ford and down in the, uh, well, Maddie, is it the lower right-hand corner? I mean, we did so much dicking around with the cameras before (laughs) we came on. He's right where he should be. I'd like to take Tony Perkins to block, please. Um, <laughs> Hello. Th- th- this is our friend Tony Perkins. A lot of people on the More Network know this face, and certainly everybody in DC knows this face, this old face, uh, like my old face. Uh, you know what? Tony Perkins. We look, like, we look like a meeting of the Hair Club for Men. <laughs> yeah, this is really this sort is of a dissatisfying <laughs> image. You know, I used to be able to say I'm not follically challenged, but. I'm getting the O'Mara thin up here. <laughs> that that uh, at least let me see. My cousin Teddy uh, John still got a good. My cousin John still got a good head of hair, and Billy's is hard to figure out because it's curly. Uh, so I'm not re- really sure. Now, I love but, uh, using this word with you two. I know you two were classmates. So we were. Who is actually yeah. older of the two of you? What's your Ooh. birthday? Uh, August twenty fifth. Uh, I am. Well, I am. I am older than you. Are you okay? So All you right. will be you will be the big. I hate saying this. <laughs> I, hate, I hate being. I, hate, I don't like this decade. Uh, you'll be the ah. big uh, six six one uh, in August. Yes, that is correct. That, so is I birthday? am older. I am older. I'm June twenty second. <laughs> I am older than uh, Tony. Can I give him a proper introduction because please. he hasn't been on in a while? <laughs> please, uh, please, people that are fans of uh, TPGS, as it's called. <laughs> on, uh, on the More Network, no, uh, the Tony Perkins show. Uh, we, we'll have an announcement about that. Maybe uh, that's that might be why he's here. Uh, <laughs> Tony Tony Perkins, who's joining us here, and his sidekick Donnie Simpson uh, can be heard every I'm afternoon excited. from uh, three p.m. to seven p.m. Hey, right. <clears throat> I always got to bring out my Donnie. Right, <clears throat> it's been a while. Hold on. Hey, Mike. How are you? It's Donnie Simpson. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll uh, I think I'll knock out 18 before I take my Ferrari into the studio. Hey, man. Oh, I didn't hey, know he parks man. in studio. 
Hey, man, how are you? Yeah. I got, yeah I've got every dime I ever made. I'm super rich. Richer than rich. I don't have to work. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's not, always been jealous. Always. I've been jealous for, I have been jealous of Donnie Simpson for at least 30 years. Wow. Wow. Well, Maybe long if very... you include uh, no see because back when I was at AU and and Donnie is like uh, Donnie's what 80 83 now <laughs> 86 years old yeah 86 years old now <laughs> Don, Donnie Simpson Donnie Simpson was a star when I was when when Tony and I were at American right, University yeah. and then yeah. Tony went and worked for him uh, so yeah. I mean uh, like so many guys at AU we were all sharp we were all smart and we got hired right out of college right uh, it was very very cool. Uh, but Donnie has been, uh, you know, a legend in Washington, D.C. for for decades. And uh, that's why, you know, if you're really a legend, if you're a real legend, not me, if you're a real legend, you get rehired. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, it's afternoons three to seven on Magic 102.3. How you doing? Man? Right. The real <laughs> sound right, of the Magic DMV. Man. The real sound of the DMV. It's, hey, Tony, how are you? you are. They won't mention my show. That This show doesn't get mentioned with Donnie. He knows it's We'll mention it today. Uh, we'll mention really? It today. You will actually mention Will you tell him that I'm jealous of him? And I that I, uh, I want to know. Would you tell him also, please, that I am a seven handicap? That will resonate with him. Oh, uh, okay. Which may be, uh, may be better than him. At this point, I'm uh, not sure. I will he plays all the time. Thanks, man. He does play I appreciate all the time. it. Yeah. Uh, every morning, uh, you can see Tony in Washington, D.C., uh, Get Up D.C., from 4.30 till 7 a.m. on WUSA Channel 9 uh, with uh, show favorite Annie U. That is the best morning television, local morning television mm -hmm. in D.C. Uh, two of the best people, is. nicest people, best professionals, and good people. And I believe seriously, you guys will have that gig if you, as long as you want it. That's how, it's not Thank like you. other Tony TV is, things. Tony where, is you know. the best guy for morning TV, and it was such I a tragedy for me when he left on the morning show. When I 5. suck up and you suck up at the same time, you know that. <laughs> Let's start the week off right. All right, we're going to okay. be working without Oscar this week, and I'd really like to. <laughs> all right, let me let me restate I, what, what I, I said. Suck up? Is that, What's that? There's, there's there's been a lot of missteps in Tony's career. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's what I'm looking for. Okay. If you're going to Jerry him, if you because Rob likes to Jerry. This guy is such a legend thing. Let's clang and play. Let, let. Just want to, you know, I want to really right out of the shoot this week set some ground rules that All right. we don't do that. We don't say the same things at the same time. But go ahead. If you want to compliment him, you watch Tony and you tell me you watch Tony all mm -hmm. the time. I'm in two different places. I'm not in the market anymore and I'm not going to, you know. I'm not going to watch Tony online. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so so you know. What about uh, Annie? Uh, Annie. Now that's. Let me write that down. Yeah, that's good. Well, of course, but, Mike has a few saved files that he just refers yeah, back to. Of course. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I think the first time I met Annie, she was in studio. I think she came in studio. I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. Way, way, way back when. But uh, yeah, lovely. Annie is uh, she's she's amazing because she literally worked her way up from uh, being uh, working at the assignment desk to field producing. She field produced for me for a little while, right. um, reporting out in the field, uh, 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 light stories, feature stories, hard news stories, and she's worked her way up to big time anchor. So. She's she's done well. I expect very big things uh, for her. I think she's going to be. Well, a you big would star know. You've had the, the experience yourself. You know what it's like to get uh, yeah. called up to the show, 
And yeah, then uh, I think she'll never forget that. that that lunch or dinner we had a long time ago where I was like, man, you're top of the mountain. You're like, I don't know. Uh, anyway, it was. Uh, it was <laughs> Is that uh, when someone came over to the table and asked for Spencer Christian's autograph? Tony, Tony had. <laughs> Tony was the and, weatherman and in the Good bad Morning thing America. It was Diane Sawyer. <laughs> Tony, Tony was the anchor man on Good Morning America. Yeah, yeah and that's so the anchor cool. the, uh, the weather guy on, on Good Morning yes, America. And I, 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 I assumed uh, when I when I met him in New York that uh, you know it's just gonna be I've I've attained everything I ever wanted. And then it was just like you know, I don't know. Uh, well, you, know you know that's kind of here's the thing. It was it was great. But <laughs> as I'm older now and I've had this long career, um, that was some of the uh, uh, the toughest years of my career, really, because right. it was it wasn't. It, it ended up not being a great fit. I mean, there were a lot of wonderful things about it. There really were, mm-hmm. but um, it, it was a tough gig. Um, and, and I just finally decided, you know what? It's, this isn't for me. I, I, I Listen, I wish I felt otherwise because I think every now and then I see like uh, Michael Strahan and these people hosting game shows on ABC. And I think, man, I probably could have done some of that stuff, but right. um, it just wasn't have. the right fit. Better. Uh, in my opinion, uh, you know, the thing, but, but look, it, it, what he's saying is true. The difference between Tony's career and my career is Tony was here. Let me explain it. Okay. All right. Tony. All right. Can everybody see my hands here? All are right. you doing a COVID and, thing? Are you but, flattening uh, the curve? No, no, what are you doing? no, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, all right. The bottom of uh, the start of a career, a uh, small mm-hmm. market, let's say small market, uh, radio. Okay. Or, or whatever. And then network, uh, television. Okay. Tony was unhappy. And uh, decided that uh, he wanted to downsize his career a little bit. And so he went here. All right. Right. I got to here and I was a little unhappy. And then when the podcast started, I went here. <laughs> I can't see your hand, Mike. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> okay. That's how that works. I'm happy. I'm happy. I, I like what I do, but I'm, I'm sitting there begging people for money every day because that's where I am in my career. Tony doesn't have to do that. Right. I have to do that every day. That, so I understand completely what he's talking about. The difference is that my happiness has uh, has gone. It, Tony's still chugging along. You're working harder. I mean, as far as hours are concerned. Oh, yeah. Than yeah. You, you've ever uh, worked and, yeah, and you've been doing is, that for for a very very long time. And uh, are you still uh, loving the radio and and doing that? Uh, is that oh, your outlet every day? Uh, yes, it is. I love uh, the radio. Love working with Donnie. Very fortunate that we were able to get back together after not working together for twenty five years. And mm-hmm. you, you mentioned Donnie's career. Here's the amazing thing. And and I'm not saying this to brag. Our afternoon show is the number one show in D.C. And for for Donnie to achieve that after 40 years, and he's done it at every station he's been at, number right. one, we're there again. It's it's very, uh, very rewarding. We laugh every day. Um, it's, it's, you, you know what it's like, you know what it's well, like. Well, he's a nice guy, and, yeah, good guy and he Very deserves nice guy. it. And he's been resilient and, uh, you know, radio, unfortunately, these executives that come in with the uh, radio and they just feel like they got to shake things up because it's their job and they screw up. And, uh, in that case, uh, you know, in Donnie's case, uh, whoever picked Donnie up, whoever was the man that made that decision to, to hire Donnie <laughs> again, uh, that was a great move and, and really mm-hmm. congratulations to both of you. And, it's just not you're not going to find and you realize that you're not going to find Donnie Simpson's 
uh, every year, just like you're not going to have a great comedy movie every year. You're not, it's just not going right. to happen. You get a good right. guy and you keep him. TV is a little different story. TV is much more fluid in that regard, but a, but a great mm-hmm. radio guy. And I'm just uh, thrilled in, you know, and if you're in D.C. and you want to hear something real, uh, I urge you to listen to that show on Magic because it's truly, you know, it's, it's, it's old. We're old school. We know what it's, hey, we know listen, how to do it for God's sake, you know? We do something that no one gets to do anymore. Don Donnie's in control of that playlist. We ad lib right. every day. You know, we'll be listening. There'll be a song on the that we're playing, and Donnie will say, Oh, you know what? Let's play this after that. It's like it's the, like the old days. And most people don't get to do that. So I'm very blessed that to be a part of something like that. I am uh, thrilled for you. And I'm also uh this this happened this weekend, by the way. Tony's here because it's something that popped <laughs> on Tony's end on the weekend where uh, I'm trying to think how I got the information. I, I know I called you and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it, it was, it was special because I uh, texted you. I don't know if I was, the you first texted to me. You. So it started yeah. with you. You were, mm. yeah. yeah, you were. Hold on. Let me see. All right. <laughs> so that you actually have the, uh, the Mike, evidence it's Tony. Uh, and, and then, uh, then, then, then he gave me this news and, and, uh, this was on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And of course, based on when he had a regular show on the network that we were working with, I still get that kind of like Tony texts me and I go, <gasps> uh, but, but anyway, <laughs> but that's all right because it was so much uh, work. Uh, but no, no, it was not. It was not. I'm joking. I'm kidding. You have an announcement to make because you guys are doing a uh, something special. And I know that people yeah. that listen to this show will be anxious and there are going to be a lot of happy people that hear what you have to say right now. I hope so. Uh, We have, uh, after uh, two years and two months, 26 months, uh, we've gotten the band back together. Myself, Gary Stein, uh, young Rob Ford, not so young anymore, (laughs) uh, have reunited to do uh, another episode of the Tony Perkins Show featuring Gary Stein. And uh, we just recorded it a couple of days ago. It's going to drop tomorrow. Uh, And we're thrilled. We're, you know, this has been a long time coming. It's just... It's, it's very out of the blue. Uh, we just, you know, we've talked a few times over the last couple of years. Oh, should we do another one? Nah, nah. Should we do another one? Nah, nah. Uh, it just felt like the time was right. Um, You're doing another podcast? <gasps> another. <gasps> this is <laughs> exciting. Well, this, now... now you know you're the hardest working guy in showbiz right now. Right, you're up at the you're you're up at midnight to to do to come in at four. To, <laughs> right. Well, you're at home, so it's a little easier. But yeah. to, to to actually to add something, uh, did, did, what motivated you to come back and do another po- podcast? Which which uh, that drops tomorrow, Rob. Right, that's yep. when we're yes. going to have yes, it. We're going to have that tomorrow. All right, that's very exciting. What motivated you to come back and uh, hook up with the uh, Gary Stein again? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you know, uh, the podcast has been gone, but the relationships uh, uh, remain. And in particular, obviously, Gary and I have known each other forever. Uh, We talk all the time. Uh, Gary makes me laugh uh, more than anybody else in my life. Uh, Gary and Donnie, those are the two Mm -hmm. people who make me laugh. And Mm -hmm. Gary will call me, leave me a voice message, text me. And nine times out of 10, I end up saying, you know, this could be a show. This could be on the show. And so finally, we did enough of that where it was like, let's just do one. Let's do one. And, and, and you know, we called Rob Ford, who is very busy these days. You got to get on his calendar. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, he's uh, Oscar's in. working him to death in uh, Podcast Village. He's doing right, a lot yeah. of stuff. Uh, he's one very, of the things. Busy. One of the things that Gary says that makes you laugh is is it when he says we should do another podcast and you go. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. What is Gary doing oh, now? Is Gary doing anything besides his photography? Or uh, he what's is he, doing his what's photography, he and he thanks you for your uh, nice comments that you make on his. Photos. He's got. He's a great photographer. Yeah. He's really good at really it. Is. I think he, uh, is. he is. He uh, outside of that is he uh, what, a roadie he's, for Sarah. Uh, whatever her uh, name for is, his uh, wife Sarah Partridge. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Partridge, right? Uh, not Sarah Bernhardt, uh, right? Sarah Partridge. <laughs> Sarah Partridge. Partridge, right? Partridge, Partridge. Yeah. of the Partridge. I don't know what that was. <laughs> and he's a, he does real estate. He does real estate. He's very successful doing real estate. And he's very a private investigator, isn't he? Right. What's that? Isn't he also a, a private uh, investigator of some sort? He, uh, of some sort, yes. Jerry's dying. No, he has a concealed carry permit. Yeah, he has a concealed carry permit. I know this, yes. and like, whoa, 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 he can whoa, be- whoa, hold, stop! I didn't know any of this yeah. stuff. Yes, this he's has been discussed. The, he's in the protection business, uh, and I don't mean by uh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I can have protectors. <laughs> in the protect, are you able to elaborate at all on on the? He, what do you mean uh, in the protection he, business? He will, for example, okay, uh, uh, Michael, I'm Mike, gonna break you- your arm. I'm gonna break your arm. If you look at me cross-eyed no, like that, no, that's uh, not right. we, maybe if we should you have were traveling to Vegas, let's yes. say, Mike O'Mara, and you're, yeah. you're very popular and you decide, like you're going to a big fight and you decide, I need a bodyguard uh, to keep the fans away from me and all that kind of thing, you could hire Gary. Tony's being per- very personally, kind. Personally, or would he hire somebody to... <laughs> to uh, no, he, he would do it. He how do you do mean, it. Rob Ford? Rob, can you bring up a picture of Gary Stein, please, on your telephone? Yes, of course. To show our <laughs> yeah. listeners that might not have, uh, you know, might have jumped on board uh, yeah. since uh, the Tony Perkins show. Gary, let me just, okay, let me get this straight. Gary Stein, your former uh, uh, producer at Good Morning America and your yes. former uh, regular partner at the Tony Perkins show, which was a, a labor of love. It was a passion yes, project that you guys yeah, did. Yes, he didn't strike me as someone who would be bodyguardish. <laughs> no, you would not think so. There he is. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'm you wondering. So. I'm. That's a very young picture of Gary Stein. He's not all over the internet. Amazingly. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He's very private. Private investigator. Yeah. Here's Rocco, would you uh, like to weigh in? Would you like to so, weigh in on this? So one of the big jobs I would say that he he probably does the most often is uh, Tony mentioned like being a bodyguard to like a wrestling match or something like that. Not really the case as much as far as the frequency is concerned. <laughs> His bread and butter for private investigating is, you know, at an ATM, how sometimes they have to put extra money into an ATM <laughs> or yes, to, so to empty it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So when they do that, they have to hire a bodyguard to watch the guy who's doing maintenance or emptying out the ATM. Right. Um, and that's Gary. So basically he's across the room kind of just looking at the ATM guy while he's doing his job. And then once that's done, that's, then Gary's done. So if, if, okay. So if the ATM guy is, is working on the ATM and Gary's across the lobby of the bank, watching the ATM guy work in case anything happens and the bodyguard should he's carrying okay Tony. stop it stop it please and after mike after this the is ATM why guy, we should have maybe had gary on we should have made this is also why you may have to now do a second podcast just talking just talking about what gary does uh so if somebody comes in 
And it yes. turned the Whitney Houston off, please, Rob. So after they fill the ATM, if they want to go to a fight in Vegas, <laughs> Gary goes with the ATM guy. If a guy, it. if a guy comes in, see that's another one. Thank you for saying uh, Tony's that. Tony's driving. Yeah, I wish you were here all week. I w- I <laughs> If a guy comes in, guns a blazing. If Bonnie yeah. and Clyde, there's a, there's my recent reference, come walking in, trying to knock over the ATM. Does Gary? Yes. Gary's packing. Gary's yes. packing. He would shoot. Yeah, them. he's packing. Yeah, he, yeah. 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 He's Tony, he would draw on fire. They would shoot them. That's it. <laughs> and he's got that anchor delivery when yeah. he says that too. It's like I, they I would, he, they would be killed. I think- <laughs> <laughs> I think he's actually, I mean, he wants everything to go well. I think he's actually looking for an opportunity to shoot somebody. It, you know, <laughs> well, after this ready. segment, yeah. is, uh, I, look, I, I know that uh, Gary is a funny guy. He's a one-liner yes. guy. He's a very old school kind of comedy yes. mind. Uh, but, but I never picked up uh, during the show. You guys did a few of them. Has he always been kind of a uh, a gun enthusiast or a, or you know a, a law enforcement uh, junkie well, kind of guy? He he's a he's a gun enthusiast. Although he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't collect a bunch of guns, uh, but he has guns, and he's very you know he's not your typical gun enthusiast. He's not he doesn't have an NRA sticker on his truck or anything right. like that. Right. Does, he collect, does he collect really old guns? <laughs> I, I, I think this was. I think this was handled by Wyatt Earp. Can I, uh, can I have him call day. in? <laughs> no, 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 enough of him. Enough of him. Uh, it's on. It's on. To you. So, uh, so you guys decide to come back, and because it's been too long, and maybe you'll yeah. do this. By the way, it's something I should do. I had one. I had another passion project uh, that I, uh, and I, uh, you know, I, I will always remember the. What was the name of that guy? I did the podcast with. Oh, um, Chris Freights. Chris Freights. Chris Freights with the political yeah, right. guy. I, 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 and I've, you know, the this, talking we, and the we get those calls too. I think it's good to do a one off, yeah. but, uh, you know, especially in this time, Freights and I could knock out an hour. I'd love to do yeah. something like that with these, with these podcasts. And it's a good idea. And you're, uh, it, you said, you said it just was like driving a car. You guys hop back on together, lots of laughs, and it's really going to be a fun show, correct? Here's, here's what, here's what's great about it. The, because, you know, we have this great relationship. Uh, going into it, there was no trepidation. The morning of, I thought, wow, I hope we still can do this. So the show starts, and those who uh, uh, listen to it, uh, I make a mistake right at the top of the show. <laughs> Gary is all over that, and we're just flying. It's it's like it's it's like it's another episode that dropped a week after our last episode instead of oh, two years. Great. We're yeah, right great. back into it. It's well, really you know, uh, you, you guys had a great following on this, uh, you know, with, with this podcast, and I know you love doing it. And uh, and really, I mean, congratulations on everything you're doing uh, with Thank your you. world and with your life. Uh, you know, I, I, and, and everybody dealing with this right now. And Rofo, uh, special to come back and do it with these guys again. Again? Oh, hey. I, absolutely. It's always been a privilege to work with both uh, Tony and Gary, and I've always been just so grateful to to be a part of the project. And like Tony said, it was like picking up right where we left off, like uh, the last episode that dropped, which just happened last week. It was amazing. Did your marriage come up uh, during that podcast? Oh, yes, it did. It did. It's a whole segment. It's a whole, it's a segment, whole segment, so. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll copy that on this show this week. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't get you. 
I don't get you uh, very often. And uh, uh, just one, because, all right, what we've talked about, that's tomorrow. So you want to hear the Tony Perkins with Gary Stein show tomorrow. uh, You can listen to it. And uh, first thing in the morning, midday, when's it going to, when's it going to be available? It's going to be morning, I would guess. The morning. Yeah. We're going to have it uh, ready to go in the morning. Ready to go tomorrow morning. It's on our it's on our old website, TonyPerkinsShow.com. It's in the old uh, Tony Perkins Show feed. Uh, we'll be tweeting about it at T Perk Show on Facebook, Tony Perkins Show, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, and the big so thing to do is is to to go ahead and and if uh, the last show hasn't dropped for two years, so you might have uh, unclicked unsubscribe. So even today, go click subscribe so you get it right when it comes becomes available. And then anything else that might come after that? Oh, I hope I'm not overstepping. Can I say one thing? We're following yeah. what you guys do. Uh, there's a video component this time. We're doing this, so it's not this just is, audio. This is a oh, difference that's cool. maker. Uh, yeah, yes. you know, first thing you know that I talked to you when I said, "Can you make the announcement on this show?" And yes. uh, can you come on Zoom? Uh, that that's kind of our. Uh, yeah, I think we're moving in that direction. Yeah, I, I cool. think uh, it's just kind of a prerequisite, and I hope that that will change even when we go forward. That might be something that's uh, that really that you're all you're not going to have any more of the phone interviews. I just don't. Right. Uh, I think it should everybody should do that, and it's fun to check out the backdrops too. Uh, <laughs> yes, you got Goodfellas, Psycho, uh, you know, Shaft, Shaft. <laughs> yeah, you 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 and Rob, uh, I think, have some distant relative somewhere. I think that might be. Uh, <laughs> You know, you both like the you let the be Rob still keeping the Beatles torch alive. I'm sorry to yes. roll my eyes. I didn't mean to do that. That's uh, but it's always yeah, I'm I'm the, Beatles, the one, Mike. The Beatles, I'm the, the one Beatles. guy that still likes the Beatles. After no, all I know, these I know years. they're popular. I know that's a snide <laughs> comment that they're popular. I get that. Yes, uh, and you are too. So, uh, anything else that you want to? Uh, uh, oh, uh, can I ask one question because I am obsessed yes. with him. Yeah. So the average day for Donnie. Oh uh, no! Back to this. <laughs> the average day for him. Uh, does he? What what does he do? Does he count his money so, in, in the morning, or what does he? Uh... That is uh, that he spends an hour on that in the morning. Uh, then he'll play golf. Uh, Scrooge McSimpson. He'll buy a new car. Do you happen to know? Because I know you don't care about certain things that he cares a lot right. about. Do you happen right. to know what he's just maybe what he's riding around in now? His his uh, top his top seed. What's he what what's he riding around? I think it's a Mercedes truck of some sort. Oh, like he's, got the big, he's got the uh, G-Wagon. Does he have the G? Of course he's got the G. Course, I don't know right? what letter he's it not is. Got a, he doesn't have a regular Mercedes SUV. He's got the G-Wagon, I'm sure. Do, right, do you think? I think that might be right. The I one that, that looks kind of like a uh, military vehicle, square? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. The well, one. He yeah, needed yeah, to have yeah. that extra space, Mike, to carry the money. so we do the show in the afternoon of course we're doing it like we're doing this now everyone's at home uh show starts at three i I call in right at three o'clock and uh talk to the producer and we get everything ready and uh, our first break is at 309 uh so donnie calls in at 30. and he's probably a little prickly for those first three breaks and then realizes he's got to be there and that's fine and that's it. And he's at home too, or is, does he go to the yes, studio? He is. Yes, he's he is. at home too. Oh, that's yep. wonderful. That's got to uh, be miserable well, for him to stay at home. Uh, well, I, I'll be listening, and I want everybody to listen to uh, the Tony Perkins show, and that comes tomorrow. And Rofo's going to let everybody have it. And we'll promote it on this show, and you can find it everywhere. And uh, continued uh, success. Call me anytime you want to promote anything. It's always good to hear your voice, and it was good chat.
chatting about everything yesterday and it was. continued wonderful success uh, to you. And we'll watch you also uh, in the wee hours on uh, Channel 9, which is uh, <laughs> kind of where you belong, I think, after all these years. That's that's the yeah. that's the station that I mm-hmm. that I think really yes, maintains, I, keep, carries the torch. D- WTOP Television, Channel 9, Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going way back. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, Thanks, Mike, Tony. you know, I love you. I love all you guys. Uh, it you is too. always a thrill to come on the show. And thank you for uh, the support over the years. You've always been very, very uh, kind to me, uh, and, and it's very much appreciated. So thank, thank you. And thank tell you. Donnie, you, Donnie. You know, if he ever wants to support the Patron Society, I could use a big fat <laughs> check. Uh, that's <laughs> it. we got to start the show. Bye, Tony. Thank Bye, you. We'll Tony. be right back Bye. on The Michael Mara Show. It's The Michael Mara Show. You can listen to The Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned. Entertainment program. It's the <laughs> Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. We're on the entertainment capital of the world. Be so completely obsessed with your own body that you take your temperature at the dinner table. Let me tell you something, Jack. I'm 10 years older than you, right? Yeah. Right. I just hope that when you get to be my age, you don't smell the foul breath of death and disintegration hanging over your shoulder the way I find it hanging over mine. I have shifted into a state of entropy that's progressing geometrically. You see? Entropy. Progressing geometrically. You you talk like a bad textbook. Why don't you just speak English? God damn it! I just told you my deepest fear! Why can't you listen to what I'm saying instead of how I'm saying it? I mean, do you have any idea, any idea, what it is to be afraid of death? I can't eat my bowl of cereal anymore because I have an irrational fear of milk. <laughs> I stand there in hallways afraid to press strange elevator buttons. I almost threw away my jockey shorts because I have this fear of elastic. Don't laugh at him. Yeah, well, go on, go on, laugh. Man, good. I'm a fool, huh? Right? I'm a collection of eccentricity. You think because I'm quirky, I don't hurt? No. Well, you have it wrong. I'm quirky because I hurt. Oh, Danny, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Huh? Now, come on. Are you really afraid of your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. She's laughing. Oh, my God! Michael Mara Show. Michael Mara. Rob Spiewak. Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. We are live from the Podcast Village Studios in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. The Mike O'Mara Show is on now. We're heard all the way from Beargrass, North Carolina. Welcome to Beargrass. How are you? Don't need to uh, mow there because the grass is bare. Yeah, but the Beargrass is coming in awful thick this year. Welcome to the Beargrass. I don't know if there is such a thing as Beargrass. Is there? Uh, anyway, uh, Myersville, Maryland. 
Port Bolivar, Texas, Ruckersville, Virginia, Central South Carolina, and Islamabad, Pakistan? Yes, how cool is that? Wow. Uh, The show today, we want to welcome a new sponsor, GiveWell. Every year, millions suffer from easily preventable diseases. This year, because of COVID-19, even more people will be in need. If you're in a position to give and you want to help, you need to support the charities where your donation will really make a difference. That's what the uh, mission of GiveWell is. GiveWell.org. That is their mission. For over a decade, GiveWell.org has helped donors find the charities and projects that do the most good per dollar. The Boston Globe calls GiveWell the gold standard for giving. GiveWell dedicates over 20,000 hours a year researching charities and handpicks a small set of the highest impact evidence-backed organizations. Plus, GiveWell takes no fees, so all of your tax-deductible donations will be used to help others. You can rely on GiveWell. I love this concept. Visit GiveWell.org, where you know you can make a difference. If you want to have even more impact, donate soon. Any listeners who become new GiveWell donors will have their first donation matched up to $100 when you select Podcast and Mike O'Mara at checkout. This matching offer is good for as long as funds last. So get your first donation matched up to $100 when you select Podcast and Mike O'Mara at GiveWell.org. I urge everybody in our listening audience to uh, hear what I say and then go check them out at GiveWell.org. Check out what the website's all about and the good work they do now more than ever Mm -hmm. Uh, all you have to do is watch the news all weekend and know how much uh need there is out there and uh we appreciate them uh joining us today and letting you know how you can help other people's because they know other people's uh they know what kind of listening audience we have and uh i think that's uh that's fantastic uh you played jack weston from what is the title of the movie the four seasons the Four Seasons. I thought Jack about Weston. I had, it came to me in a dream, the My Mercedes clip, but it's too short to play on its own. Are you sure you didn't just see Jack Weston on TCM yesterday? Oh, was he on TCM yesterday? Yeah, and I wanted to ask you about this. Since you played Jack Weston, because sometimes I wonder if you come in with a Jack Weston clip, because there was a Jack Weston movie in the middle of Sunday uh, that I looked at that I I didn't stay with it. I went back, forth, back, forth. It looked like a suckathon, and I'm. Well, and it's my, got that's, a very common, that's a very common. That's a very common reaction to a Jack Weston movie is to go back and to go it, away. It, what was it? Is, it was. I I hated it. I hated it. Even the brief time I looked at it, it's an old movie. I think 1969 called Cactus Flower with well, Goldie Hawn. Yeah, I remember that. You've because never of watched Hawn. it. I don't think I've ever stayed with the whole thing. I know oh, that it's legendary. See, usually, I Goldie Hawn is those. Goldie Hawn is real pretty in it, right? She's extremely. That's what. That's the selling I don't, point. I think Goldie Hawn uh, was w- looked was very laughingy when she was more cartoonish sure. in this movie, but uh, you know she's in it, and, and Jack Weston has well Jack dark Weston glasses has been- and, <laughs> and big lamb chop uh, sideburns, and he's a very interesting looking guy in that movie. If you've never seen The Four Seasons, it's all these people that vacation together every year. Right. And it's a ni- 1970s movie, uh, probably late 1970s, with Carol Burnett and it Alan Alda. It was written and directed by Alan Alda. And, so it's, and it's very, very Alan act- Alda-y. 
It's very <laughs> Alan Alda y. Very, very actory. You yes. know, very, yeah. very mm. actors being cool. You know what I mean? Yep. Actors being successful adults. You know, mm-hmm. it's just very, I like it because it's just a, it's a time capsule to watch it. But Jack Weston's my favorite part of that because he is the one that's, uh, you know, that's not slicky boy. And cool. They all have issues, though. They do. Actors being, <laughs> and actors. they have to be sensitive and yell. Jack Weston also pretty much ruined the incredible Mister Limpet. That's the young Jack Weston. And I also wasn't he in <laughs> the Cincinnati Kid? I'm going to stop you right there. I don't think the incredible Mister Limpet could be ruined. It was ruined when it came out. <laughs> you don't think that the that concept of Don is Knotts ha- as a fish, as an animated fish? No. Is that what that it's about? That is not a good movie. That is, yeah. Oh, I, you know what, Rofo? Check it out sometime. It's the incredible Mr. Limpet. It's horrible. <laughs> oh, it's so thrilling because what happens is the real life, the real life Don Knotts is a fish-loving guy in the 1940s. And he wishes in to become World a fish. World War too, not yeah. in the 1940s. Well, you see, Mike, that's the reveal, I'm going to say. He falls in the water, becomes a fish, and Jack Weston is a Navy guy, and he befriends the Don Knotts fish, and they help win World War II. Is this in it's color? It's animated. It's in it's living in color. color. In living, living color. color. Wow. Living color. With, with, yeah, uh, so. with, with animation, you know, where they were. Well, <laughs> oh, there's yeah. a name for that technique. Like the, Mary Poppins? Uh, the live. It's live, yeah, the, mix, uh, live, the mixture of both, yes. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> live action anime. Oh, it sucks. It is. It's, it's pretty maybe, bad. Maybe you're right. It's a bad But movie. it was It was one of the only, growing up, it was one of the only animated movies they would show on Channel 5 when there was only, you know, four stations in D.C. So well, I watched it, it a lot. Oh, God, horrible. I mean, <laughs> it I- It was I, really I mean, bad, yeah. Because I liked Don Knotts, and I like another- I watch these movies occasionally because it's the time capsule yeah. uh, theory of watching them, and they, they're so dated, and they're but and that's what I like about TCM. I I like to see something that is truly truly special uh, once in a while, which they put on that uh, that network. Cactus Flower was just like oh god, but you can tell the sexism that exists in that movie. Mm. The, uh, and what TCM is very smart, and maybe you can speak on this. They are running movies that are not necessarily politically correct with kind of like disclaimers on them now, yeah, right? they do that. And they're even doing analysis on some of these. Yeah, uh, and even they will foreign do films that might be a little politically incorrect. They do, they do great, as a rule, on the primetime programming, not so much on like all day or all night, but if it's a primetime drop-in, they will have a introduction and sort of a post-mortem by a knowledge, uh, very knowledgeable movie person. And it helps right. you to enjoy the movie even more. They do a really great job. Ben Mankiewicz, of course, right now is the gold standard since Robert Osborne passed, but they've got a lady who does uh, musicals. They've got a gentleman who does film noir that's very good. And I really like the way they present them in context because you can't just disregard, you know, a hundred year industry because of the changing times. Uh, I want to give you, speaking of television yesterday, I watched this kid, Colin Morawa, uh, Moriawa. I think it's Moriawa. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I might have it wrong. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name. He's so new on the scene. 23 year old guy wins the PGA championship. Look at this. I think this kid. 23 years old, I think he goes on to be the next biggie. And he's really? got the he's got that vibe. He's got the he's he's a good looking kid. And uh, you know, you never know if somebody's gonna it's be the next Colin Tiger Morikawa, Wood. maybe Morikawa. I'm sorry, damn it. I can't write. Morikawa. Right. And uh this kid, I they're just I mean, Here's here's how I know somebody could be special if they keep winning and they're as good as they seem to to be as a golfer. You 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 immediately 
uh, start rooting for him because he's got the presence, the charisma of uh, he's got that, and he's re- he's got it. So he's super smart, great smile. It's just. There's something about him that I think uh, I could be wrong, but we'll see. But he's he's, he's got def- a Michael yeah. Mara haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Uh, well, I'll, I, I, I've been hesitating. This was on my show prep for uh, all of last week. My I remember. Uh, my you haircut. kept saying that we could talk about it. We never quite yeah. got to it. Well, we're not going to. We're going to take a break. And, uh, <laughs> oh, is it time back, already? Time. I might get to it. I, I might get to it. Uh, but uh, we'll come back. I have something. I have to purge. I haven't done it all summer, but I have to purge about my psyche up here. I had a bad weekend. I had a very, very bad oh, weekend. I'm sorry. And I know it's my fault, and I dragged my wife uh, through it, and I have to apologize. And uh, I'm I'm serious about it, so understand I'm not going to make light of it, but it'll probably make a lot of people laugh because I am so incredibly insecure as a human being. Thank you very much. Uh, we will take a break and come back with more on The Mike O'Mara Show, a segment all about me when we come back (laughs) fathers podcasters get set for real gonad crushing action this thursday friday saturday big capital center it's the tmos hot rod thrill spectacular new for 2020 rookie champion michael william o'mara behind the wheel of the v8 supercharged ball crusher mcgee truck ball crusher mcgee He's the killer to your dong pillow. Putting the slap tag on your jam bag. It's a slobber knocker in your sleep number. Sack stopping. Testicle tearing. Gonad annihilating action. Bonus. Get more ball breaking action every week with the TMOS bonus show subscription. Subscribe today and don't be cruel to the family jewel. Quit sucking. Ball crusher McGee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, send that to me, please. You send got it. That. I know I shouldn't as being a bad parent, but I'm going to play no. that for a little boy. Mark Burdell with a-, a lot of time on his hands, using it well. Thank you, boy, Twitch. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, you're killing it. It was a nice picture of you seeing your daughter after all that I time. I love that. That was very, yeah. very sweet over the weekend. You saw it, too, on Facebook? Yeah. Really? Did you really see it on Facebook? You're never on Facebook. I'm Actually, joking. Mike, I saw it on uh, I s- <laughs> He emailed it to me personally. Oh, okay. okay. There you go. Yeah, well, way to maintain those relationships. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to the Michael O'Mara Show, brought to you by Stamps.com. Uh, as we slowly adjust to a new normal, uh, we still need to be smart about how we do business. Luckily, there's Stamps.com to make things easier. Thousands of small business owners have discovered the benefits of Stamps.com in recent months and have kept their businesses running while avoiding crowds at the post office, all from their own computers. You simply use your own computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Uh, Once your mail is ready, just leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, or drop it in a mailbox. You get great discounts, too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off, uh, 62% off USPS and US, uh, UPS shipping rates. I mucked that up. I'll give you that whole sentence. Okay, again. here we go. You, you get great discounts, five cents off every stamp, and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. That's both of them, okay? United States Postal Service and UPS, you get them both. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money while keeping you safe. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in TMOS. That's Stamps.com promo code TMOS. All right. 
Uh, usually I would do this uh, with Oscar here because uh, he kind of analyzes me psychologically uh, more than most. But I'll I'll lay it on uh, you two guys because All I'm right. up here. You've been both of you have uh, been up here with me, and uh, mm-hmm. I have I I. I I get emails if I do this. I will inevitably get it. Oh, poor Mike. Poor Mike with his second home. Oh, (laughs) poor Mike with the. Look, I don't care who you are or what you do. I think every human being, no matter what their stature in life, has insecurities. All right. Yeah. Rob Spiewak has them in his own home. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we will do an, a- an analysis of his psyche maybe later in the week. Uh, Rofo, I think you've demonstrated that you're a complicated lad as oh, sure. well. We can all always have be our better. issues. Here it is for me. Um, I, when I'm, uh, when I'm down in Florida with the group of people that I hang out with, my socialization in the world outside of my own home consists of an occasional gathering. This is all non-COVID, by the way. Okay. An occasional gathering of people that, uh, that, that you know, I will socialize very infrequently. Mostly it's family uh, with my, my wife's family. And it, and other than that, it's me on the golf course having a couple of beers uh, with the guys. And okay. that's it. And then I'm back to my home. The three people I hang out with the most are my wife and my and my son. That's, that's the two people I hang out with. And three that's fine you. with me. You're a threesome, right. Flash forward up here. There's a lot of family up here. And I try to ignore this crushing feeling that that I get when I am up here that um, this is embarrassing. This is really embarrassing that that we don't rate that we are that, that I, it, it, in a best case scenario, Your threesome, it would be, your nuclear family doesn't rate. That we that that uh, in this is begun by uh, it's some of the same things that happen all the time. I feel as though we might be an obligation socially for people. I feel as though when we extend uh, an invite, that people are feeling a little obligated to join it. And, and I, and my wife, uh, feels the same thing. If it was just me, I would say up the meds. Take more medication, Mike, <laughs> and 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 you'll be fine. That would be a bad and, idea. And, and, and so it, it's uh, it's something where I don't quite understand it. Can I and ask for I, one clarification before we move on? Yeah, because I'm speaking a little cryptically because I don't want to step on toes. I understand. Up here. I've done it before, uh, but I've felt and this I since I think- was a small child. All the way through my career. I've I don't think that this question of clarification is going to step on any toes. Do you feel that they are obligated, the people that you, the, your circles that you run with in Maine, are they obligated to include you or when you invite them, they oh. feel obligated to Excellent come question. and be in your circle? I or do is not it both feel ways? that they, I don't feel there's obligation because invitations are few and far between outside of my own sister. That's uh, that's the way, and that so you're is, not getting invited into very many uh, events, or they would. She would tell you, well, you don't do anything. You don't go down there, and you don't try. Well, that's not true because we've made efforts in the past. I know this. Uh, you went to the just, band thing last year. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We've, we've we've done that, and it 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 gets to a point where uh, you get a little paranoid. And I know everybody in there. Do 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 you know of, or have you been in a situation where you feel as though there are family members uh, that are close to you that, and I'll, I'll include my sister's family. We're okay. part of their their world, and 
we got an invite on a for for like dinner the next night on a Saturday night late, and I felt like it might have been obligatory, and I I I said I passed on it because even in that close circle, I felt like it was it came in late, and it was do you wanna? And it was kind of that way, and and so it resulted in. Uh, we occasionally will do a drive down to where most of the family is. And uh, we see this ton of people down there gathering, <laughs> including my sister's family. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. And, and nothing, suddenly, you knew, nothing you knew about, right? No. And you suddenly, just were going to drive By the in. way, it's from a long enough distance where I see a few family members, and I kind of snapped. I kind sure. of like snapped. I, I turned the car up the hill, drove away, uh, saw another family member coming down the street, the wife of a family member coming down the street, rolled down the window. Hey, how are you? It's fine. fine. I said, oh, do we just uh, just take a little drive to find out what people are doing without us? Oh, no. I didn't. It was not as bad as that sounded. It was a little. Well, no. Can, can it, we you know a, what? That's crap. It try was it again, just as bad as it sounded. More realistic. You want to try it again with a different tone to see if you could make it sound better? Uh, there's no way. Uh, there's no uh, way, is there? No, no, it's no. horrible. And Carla was embarrassed that I that I did that. But it yeah, was. Uh, but she understood. Was, she has the same this, feelings. But yeah, yeah, she does. She's reached out, and it's uh, it, you know the whole reason for doing this was to kind of get re reacquainted and reengaged, and that's right. Uh, uh, we're we're at that point now where it kind of uh, sucks. It, well, it, it just kind of uh, and uh, and I needed to come in and purge about it because I don't have many outlets. It's not like I can call you guys up and say let's go to lunch. This is it for me. I'll be sitting my, on my friggin' hands. I'm taking my my son out for lunch. Uh, my, you know, on a, on a, a, sitting on a rock having an egg salad sandwich after this is over. That's my day. I could make a ham sandwich. During we could COVID. zoom. We could zoom for lunch if you want. No. It's but just, let me say, let me as a great man once said, let me yeah. offer this. I think that the fact that Carla feels it too is very, very valid because she is a relative newcomer to the situation. But right. the bedrock of the situation is the fact that you're the youngest and you've always been babied, dismissed, and been the low man on the totem pole as long as you've been around these people it just happens that way you're the youngest and i think that it makes and i'm the youngest essentially because even though i'm an only child i was the ninth person my grandparents had eight kids and then very shortly after i was born so i'm sort of like the ninth kid of that generation if that makes sense so yeah, i've it. always been the youngest and because of that you and i think there's a little commonality here you try a little harder to get some attention. You want some more attention because you're the baby of the family. And, you know, a lot of times you're dismissed. And I know that you've, you know, you're an older man now, but it's still those relationships never go away yeah, because they've yeah. been that way for 60 years. Kind and, of a drag. and it is a drag. And the thing yeah. is, is that I could see yourself talking yourself out of it, thinking it's just something that I interpret that's just my interpretation it can't really be like that but carla well, has only been around when, it for a little while if she yeah. feels it too there's probably something tangible there and when you bring it up it is an extremely easy thing to have dismissed yeah uh no 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 everybody's gonna deny it no one's ever gonna cop to it nobody's gonna or if they do if you press people on it they're gonna lay it on you and uh and that's uh that's where i am so at the for all those people uh, in big families that feel uh like you uh i let me tell you what i've craved i've always craved the idea 
of, and this is a deep thing for me, of having right. um, a familial situation that was just a more like uh, maybe would be portrayed in a big Italian family in a movie where it's like, hey, yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And not having that is uh, is just weird. And maybe it's a, I don't know if it's a an Irish Catholic thing, if it's a New England thing, if it's a Maine thing. I don't know what it is, but it, uh, it, you know, I always have one show like this when I'm up here. I always have one weekend like I had last weekend where I was in a blue funk. I'm pretty sure I dragged my wife down with me, but she kind of corroborated a lot of the things I was saying. And, uh, you know, there we are. But so uh, you still anyway, love your hope family. you enjoy our last summer in Maine. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy it. Because uh, we are going to be thinking about spending every summer after this in Las Vegas, Nevada. There you go. That's that's uh, a lovely town, too. But then you'll go over, you'll head over to the casino and you'll see a lot of people gather and you'll say, Why wasn't I invited to this blackjack table? It's just weird. It's weird. And it was nothing. Listen, if if there was there was contact after that, but uh, but then radio silence after my denial of the invite because I was just and I have no idea whether look I don't expect anybody to have telepathy and figure out uh, the the way the way it's feeling uh, with this type of sure. thing. But it just uh, it just gets old. Mike, and it's, it's the same it's like way. Uh, and Carla said to me, "It's the same time every time we do this. It's the same relationship with the family." And uh, to be honest with you, you know who knows? I'll probably never know. But for people from big families. Mm-hmm. That go through any of this crap. I I feel you. I, I understand. But on the big scale of things, I watched a uh, a viral video that was planted on somebody that was uh, dealing with COVID and a nurse that was a frontliner that documented a video diary of her battle that she eventually lost with COVID. There are people that have so many much much bigger problems. So, so true. it's like that. It's a, but I still need my psychiatrist well, important too. occasionally. Yeah, and I yeah, understand. And Mike, a, it's like your your family is a baseball team that's been playing the same positions for a long time. That's for and, sure, baby. And yep, you're 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 still the bat boy. And I'm sorry, yeah. it's, but it's that's what happens. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that really depressed me. Thank you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure this did any real good for me, Rob. I uh, I truly don't. Johnny Perkins show dropping tomorrow on the Morning Network. Yes, it is. Please, yeah. Make sure you check it out. Hey, you I should go visit. to that get together with your family, but bring Gary with a gun just to protect you. <laughs> yeah. You make sure if you do another one of those, I want a uh, I want a whole show on Gary Stein's weapons. I truly do. Uh, we'll it's take a revolver, a and we will come back with uh, more fun and more thrills. You are listening to the Michael Mary Show. This is your president speaking. These are trying times. So now I will provide you with more of my favorite words. When you hear these, it will help. It just will. Fancy, drippy, golden brown, grape, rope, hooker, intense, pointy, <laughs> soda, glazed, hooker. smurf. <laughs> Cute. Jacuzzi. Parcheesi. Ham. Bunny rabbit. Sinbad. Dodgeball. Energy. Pea. I meant the vegetable, not the other one. But that's okay, too. And supremacy. Thank you. Don't trust the Postal Service. And don't forget to vote on December 13th. Remember, you can't spell America without me. Get bent. Oh. Thank you. 
Donald. Appreciate it. Uh, Rob, did you get your bed yet? When are you getting your bed? When are you it's getting your bed? It bed, delivers bed. this week, actually. Very exciting. Rob's getting himself a sleep number bed as we safely enjoy summer. Quality sleep is more important than ever. Not only is it a natural immunity booster, but it also helps with energy and recovery. Better sleep even prepares you to be more balanced emotionally. Sleep number two, the rescue. From feather soft to super firm, you can adjust each side of a sleep number bed to your sleep number setting so it's just right for both of you. I love this product. I've loved it for years. You're going to love it too. Here's a fact. Compared to average sleepers, sleep number bed owners enjoy almost an hour's more of sleep per night. Quality sleep is one of the best methods to boost general health and well-being, and that's important now more than ever. My sleep number setting is an 85. Carla's is a 65. Has been forever. Mm -hmm. uh, as she loves it, I love it, we love it. Proving quality sleep is life-changing. Improve your sleep with the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. And now for a limited time, save up to $500 on select smart beds. Shop your way at a Sleep Number store online at sleepnumber.com slash TMOS or by chat. Just make sure that they know that Mike O'Mara sent you. Okay, we have Ro Rofo a couple of times this week <laughs> on yeah. the show, so I want to take advantage. We've also got Rob's dealing with a lot of COVID stuff with his daughter we gotta oh, get tough. to that this bad week as weekend, well bad weekend but i wanted to ask you uh rofo uh, yes. how how is uh, how is married life cheating you ah the married life the married, yes. the, the married life has been been going well we're, we've uh it's, it's the thing is not a lot really changed from from when we uh, as far as like our day-to-day -day, but it right. definitely feels different as far as mm -hmm. like there's a we have rings. That's weird. I've never worn Let's a ring before. It. There's Let's the ring. The, oh, uh, look at you, like Liberace. Yeah, you want to see mine? You want to see mine? There it is. Oh. Mike, uh, you have the ring. Right. You have none. I ring. Don't have, I don't wear. <laughs> I, look, I lost two. Uh, I lost two, and then I uh, Carla got me some uh, rubber ones. Yeah, because they'd stay on, and I broke them because I chewed them. Like a like a child, you're and a toddler. So I I don't, but I, I still hold out hope for uh, getting another one at a certain point. The ring I might breaker. get one for maybe I'll have to ask her to give me one for her fortieth birthday. <laughs> That'd be I nice. Uh, <laughs> so be, yes. the that's what you've got for me. The ring. So, so that's, that's just it. That, that's just like one little thing that that, that reminds you every day. Um, but we are starting to really kind of get into this uh, this big partnership thing. So so one thing that uh, kind oh, of what do you mean partnership? I mean you were together before the marriage, so. Yeah, so we were. So I'm talking about like kind of like things that we do just for day to day life. How how we kind of handle handle the roles. Like for example, uh, I think I mentioned the last time I was here, we got a new puppy. We adopted a rescue puppy. That's wonderful. And so you're a two wonderful. dog family now, right? A two dog family now, and this dog is now about seven months old. And a couple weeks ago, um, uh, Christina went out and she uh, signed us up for puppy classes, um, and just and just kind of said, you know. Uh, this is the time it's going to be. It's going to be on Monday night every night. We're going to do these puppy classes. And she didn't ask you. No, she didn't ask me. And it ended up being fine. But you know, it's one of these things. It ended that up you being to, fine. But let me just say, I yeah. have to. Uh, you know, yeah, you need to establish yourself there. So, exactly. Excuse me. Uh, is by the way, is that that now? This gets to what I was going to ask you about this yes. marriage deal. Yes. Does that's so? Do you believe that that is something that would have occurred? Take the puppy out of. I'm talking about in any circumstance. Prior to the wedding ring, is that something she would have asked you about before she signed you up for it? It is, it, it, you know, it's it's hard to tell. I, I think I think maybe it, uh, maybe not leading up to the wedding, but maybe earlier on in the relationship. Like if it was like a year or two earlier, maybe it'd be a little bit more. But usually she's pretty good about, uh, and we're pretty good about kind of 
being on being on the same page about what needs to be done. Um, but it's but it's something that you know that's different. That, yeah, yeah, it's different. That that kind of I had to think about and say, okay, this is something I think needs to be. Maybe manage it a little bit. You know, we have we have to kind of manage it and keep kind of, you know, uh, communicating, being on the same page about about this kind of thing. And what's the last thing? The word, Rob? Hold on, Rob. Hold on. Yeah. Please. Does she use the word "you need to" in any sentence? <laughs> That's it. By the way, because I've lived it for yeah many many years now, over a decade mm-hmm. of marriage. Uh, in this particular one, uh, my total marriage is uh, over twenty years. Uh, <laughs> three different people. Uh, the word "you need to." Yeah, uh, let me is, let me explain the context uttered, of that. Yeah. You need to uh, you need to replace that light bulb. You need to go to the grocery store. You need. Do you ever hear those words? You need to. I I, I do, and 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 for, oh, you too, see, too soon, too it soon. Is, it really is. Soon. It really is. And but but the thing is, we have to have that 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 two way communication about. Uh, I, I like to have things framed as a request. Madeline, you know? uh, you're in a uh, committed relationship uh, yourself. You're not. Uh, you haven't uh, strode down the aisle yet. But no. uh, do the words "you need to" ever uh, come out of your mouth towards John, or do does John say that to you? No, I think usually, like if I want him to do something and we have talked about it previously, I'll say, "Hey, reminder to do this." So it's oh, not. That's a little softer. Little, little softer. Little softer, and then and then Still I get my way. Okay. So, you I'm know just what? Curious, I, one I thing for Rob, those semantics. I have a, I have a question yeah, for Rob. When's the last time you said to Christine, hey, we're going to do this, like she did about the puppy class? Is that something that you've ever popped on her? Yeah, yeah, it, it has. I think the last time, actually, you'll appreciate this. Uh, oh, good. The, the, a couple weekends ago, I said, you know, uh, we need to go to Costco. So we uh, we, we ended about up having that, to go. About that, Rob, huh? Ha- hey, that's fun. To go to I so truly, truly appreciate that. I, where I do you, you go would. besides, uh, Rob, where do you go besides Costco? Do you go anywhere else at all? Oh yeah, I mean, I I mean uh, as far as I mean, regularly. I'm talking about like, like uh, besides, like once every six months. Uh, I do the, uh, of course, I go to Total Wine and Beverage, but I do the <laughs> curbside pickup there. Liquor store you still have to go into. Um, All right. So, and uh, let's see, anything? Else? I'll visit my mom occasionally. <laughs> Last time Ropo, she came he's here, he's not joking. He's not joking. That's what he does. Oh wow, well, yeah. It's like presets it. on the radio dial to his locations. That, as mm. Pony would say, that's it. That's a whole. Well, actually, uh, Rob, to be fair, most radios have five presets. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's where you go. Yeah, uh, the wild card. Uh, and if the if uh, you had what we have down in Florida with the liquor store right next to the Costco, you would that would save you an am- amazing amount. I would free up another it? preset. Yeah, I could go that's somewhere a- else. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of booze, I saw your man Luke Bryant. I, I uh, somehow. I don't know how it happens. Have you guys been noticing even more now that when uh, I will give you a classic example? Sure. I had a text and phone conversation with Tony Perkins right. over the weekend. This morning I woke up and first on my Facebook friend suggestion page was uh, Sarah Partridge. Oh, oh, you know, do what? you buy I, that they're doing it that way well, more I think, and more I don't know now if we mentioned this. I don't know if we mentioned it on the show or in real life that after we were talking about your uh, your uh, your Mexican uh, version of the Moscow Mule you made that had ginger beer in it. Yeah. And on the bonus show and you mentioned a brand, I believe it was Reed's ginger beer. Right. Reed's ginger and beer. And you didn't like it. And we talked about it on the show. And the next morning it was in my Facebook feed. Is an it advertisement weird? for Reeds? It's, I mean, it's not weird. They're algorithms. They, they know they how to get they the know information they're talking they know about. What they're doing. Mm-hmm. But Luke Bryant, uh, Luke, Luke Bryant was uh, doing his recipe for the perfect margarita, and uh, I think he uses Yay! Uh, four <laughs> ounces of uh, of of tequila, 
uh, two ounces of Grand Marnier and then the agave uh, nectar. M- nectar mix. Mm-hmm. Like an agave mm. margarita. No mix, lime. Right. It would have to be uh, have to have a lot of lime in it, though, huh? I don't know. I'm not sure. It I don't was, know. Uh, I might I mean, get rickets if I don't have my citrus. Sure. But he's an ad. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Rofo. Yes. Uh, yeah. It sounds so. It's it's equal. You're still. It sounds to me like you're still feeling your way out a little bit. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. It, it is. Um. And and let me ask you. And let me ask you this, Mike, because you've had you know the different ex- experience uh, with different multiple uh, marriages, Rofo. Uh, trials. Yes. Multiple what marriages. You call marriages. Different successful, marriages. and I consider the current one uh, successful for now. What are your and, uh, yes. and every marriage was with a different woman. <laughs> Well, the two like, prior yeah. to this did well, not I mean, work not, not out. Like, not like Richard what does Burton. That mean, that's horrible thing. No, to I'm, say. I'm, I'm saying like Richard Burton. He married Elizabeth Taylor twice. I want you to know that every time it's been a different woman. You've not doubled yes. up on it. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Thank Thanks you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so what do you do to kind of uh, maintain where you want to be as far as that? I guess you know power. Dynamic. I do everything she tells me. Really, and that's that's it. Yeah, I do everything she tells me. I I. Uh, I apologize when I am an ass. Uh, I I am the first one to apologize more than uh, more than she is. Uh, I am I do all this. By the way, you might say, uh, Mike, you're a candy ass. Thank you. I mm-hmm. I accept that. But I do that because um, I've come to the conclusion at this stage in our relationship, she is always right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there it is. I know that might not be good news for for the men in the audience, but uh, unfortunately, that's the that's the way it works in uh, in our household. Mm. Yes. And let me offer this, Rob. This yes, October will mark uh, 24 years Excellent. for Carrie and myself. And uh, there's been ups and downs, and it's nice and smooth right now. But I will say this: just choose. Is your it battles. really smooth? Yeah, yeah I'd say smooth. How to find smooth? That sounds like um, a very unusual adjective to uh, describe a relationship. I would say uh, not a lot of uh, passion in any direction. Just smooth. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's pleased me. He's pleased me. I knew he had a Just choose time. your battles well, Rob. <laughs> it's good advice. Because you know what? You know what? If you want to fight, make sure that it's worth losing. <laughs> a lot of passion in any direction. <laughs> We will uh, take a break. Come back. Uh, Rofo, when is Rofo with us next, Rob Spiewak? He'll be, be, he be joining us on Wednesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow in the hot seat, Madeline Massiello, which I look Very forward good. to. I look forward to that. Rofo, it's always good to see you. And yes. by the way, you're doing a great job uh, substituting on uh, the DC end uh, for the production of the podcast. Oh, thank thank you. you very much. You. We'll take a break and we'll come back. <laughs> no passion in any direction. Uh, we come smooth, back on like the Mike O'Mara show. Smooth. Choose your battles. Smooth. King's Things. And now, here's Larry. A good fence is thrilling to me. I once shared a cab with Dick Sean. Oh, boy. There's only one thing I won't pierce, right? I fired my tree surgeon for malpractice. I'm out of syrup again. Shop, shop, shop at the TMOS Shopping Center. Target and Walmart. Big bargains at TMOS.com. Buy it, baby. Be a helper. I always laugh at the thought of Larry's pantry. He has too many beans, but he's out of syrup again. Well, constantly. Uh, Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara (laughs) Show, brought to you by our bonus package. Well, you can bet your ass it's Monday. Another hard start to a busy week. Yeah, you betcha. Discouraged? Don't be. At least you have something to look forward to. Another TMOS bonus show this very Friday. Unless, of course, you haven't subscribed. (laughs) 
Uh, what's the matter with you? Were you too busy eating paint chips to click the link at MikeOmeraShow.com? Say brainless. Don't you know that for mere pennies, you get full unlimited access to every bonus episode of all time? No commercials, no censorship, no fooling. And now with the tropical taste of coconut. Yum, bitches! <laughs> Just click the banner ad at MikeOmeraShow.com. Uh, be smart. The whole damn thing is uh, right there, just waiting for you. And a subscription just might cure your lockjaw. It's your passport to the assport. If uh, Mike O'Mara endorses it, I guarantee it. What? Uh, and now back to <laughs> Phil Silvers, the Sergeant Bilko Show, already <laughs> in progress. News. News. Let me grab my news. Wasn't prepared. Simon Cowell uh, was seriously hurt on Saturday when he Mm. fell off an electric bike and broke his back. His spokesperson said, quote, he was testing his new electric bike in the courtyard at his house in Malibu with his family when it happened. Beyond that, it's unclear what caused him to fall. His condition required five plus hours of surgery to repair. Mm. A source says he had, quote, a number of breaks and has had to have a metal rod put into his back. That is serious stuff. Not surprisingly, he isn't expected to take part in this week's live telecast of America's Got Talent, which aired tomorrow and Wednesday. His uh, fellow judges are wishing him well. Last night, Simon tweeted, quote, if you buy an electric trail bike, read the manual before you ride it for the first time. (laughs) I have broken part of my back. Right. Uh, Mike, he also issued a, another statement that I have. Is that right? Scary. Not funny. Creepy. I mean, it was just awful. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I hated it. Yeah, he didn't like it. Yeah. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, Simon was hospitalized in 2017 after he fainted while climbing up a flight of stairs. He'd fallen backward <laughs> and uh, needed to that. have his neck put in a brace. He later blamed that fall on low blood pressure. Uh, Simon is 60 years old. That is so old. Yeah, and he looks different now. I think he's had a lot of work done. Do you he's think maybe had the work done? Oh yeah. I, God, why? Do you, why? 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 Get old. You're a good-looking guy. You keep yourself in relatively decent shape, Simon. You don't need to do. What did he do to his mouth where he had? Do that you think guy, it's he's a, got that fake black beard happening? You know. Is By the it way, a broken back? Yeah, no, it's color. yeah, yeah. It's this right color. Here. All right, all white, Santa white. That's what happens when you're 55, not 60. Please. Do you think it's a broken back or a? broken back and he's going to come back looking really shiny oh that's interesting oh the conspiracy angle yeah right? oh, I like that. yeah that's very it. interesting uh the houston astros are probably the only sports team that's relieved there are no fans this season because they were expecting a ton of heckling uh, after their massive cheating scandal but fans in oakland still found a way they set up a mm-hmm. gofundme to fly a banner over the stadium that said houston asterisks a reference to <laughs> cool. A reference to how they cheated their way to a World Series win in 2017. They wanted to raise $1,200, and the campaign made twice that. They flew the banner over two games in Oakland over the weekend, and now they're hoping to raise more money so they can quote follow the cheaters around the country. <laughs> so great. Houston asterisks is the greatest thing I have heard in five weeks. It is. It's funny, uh, and it's not just the fans who are pissed. Uh, there was a bench clearer, a nasty one yes. yesterday. Uh, mm. it, actually, the uh, was it the Houston guy that got hit? 
I think it was the Oakland guy that got hit by a Houston pitcher. And uh, as he was jogging down, somebody was giving him crap from the dugout, and he just did a beeline to the dugout. And uh, it was intense. They, they're not happy. The Astros are not happy with all the crap, and they deserve no. what they're getting. So uh, that's going to last as long as this team and the guys that were on that team are still on that team. That's, the, that's just the way it is. But I that mean, brawl, uh, those uh, cardboard cutouts really got a show that day. <laughs> they did. And have you seen the cardboard cutout at the Dodgers game of uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Yes, the yes, guy? I have. <laughs> That's so funny. So well done. Uh, you know how people get sick with a mediocre TV show, hoping it finds its groove? Well, sometimes it works the opposite way. Some shows start out on fire, but then fizzle out immediately. Here's a list of shows that peaked in season one, along with the number of seasons they lasted. Okay. Uh, the best one of the bunch is uh, The Walking Dead. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I thought that peaked and and kept its uh, passionate following. Well, Everyone still loves like, it. Ten yeah. seasons, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we go right down. Handmaid's Tale. I was a big fan for season one. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it the same way. Three seasons, but it's counting. And I'll probably look at it. Comes sure. It comes on at a convenient time. Orphan Black. Anybody watch Orphan Black? Mm. Anyone? No. No. Five seasons. Twin Peaks, way back when. Uh, yeah, two Julia seasons. actually binged that recently. That was hot with college kids this last year, where was a lot really? of her friends binged Twin Peaks. And that was so weird because that was on when I was in college. Hot as a firecracker. Then feels fizzled <laughs> yeah. up. Mm. Uh, number uh, six is Daredevil, three seasons. Number five, oh, yeah. Heroes, four seasons. Number four, uh, True Blood, Seven seasons. This does, this list does not Seven make sense. Seven seasons. To me. Wow. Seven seasons is a lot, and I guess, but I guess they're saying it declined in the viewership. I stuck with it for a while. You know what? I, I can see their point on some of these. Yeah. Um, Westworld, three seasons and counting, but the Westworld has dropped off significantly. Yeah. Uh, Once upon a time. What the hell is that? That's the fairy tale show. Oh, it's so bad. Seven seasons. <laughs> you sound disappointed. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> she make you watch it? The new message. Uh, no, I've, I've seen a couple episodes. You she, need she, to she, watch in, it, Rob. Uh, she's into the fairy tales and the vampire kind of stuff. I, I can't get behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, number one is Lost. Six seasons plunged. Oh, I love the Well, they one. missed. I think the most obvious one is This Is Us. This yeah. Is Us became unwatchable yep. in season two, and the first yeah, season was fantastic. I think they were smoking pot. Could anyway, <laughs> uh, a new study at Duke University looked at 14 different types of face coverings to see which ones block the most particles. Everybody's interested in this. Yes. And there were some clear winners and losers. Overall, they found those N95 masks that look uncomfortable, especially for fatheads yeah. like us. Uh, they work best and block the most particles. That kind of makes sense. Uh, that's not surprising. Disposable surgical, surgical masks, those are the ones I use, mm-hmm. uh, they were almost as good. And homemade cotton masks with multiple layers do well, too. They all offered good protection. Knitted masks with bigger holes like a scarf don't block as many particles for obvious reasons. Bye. Yeah, I know. Uh, And bandanas don't do well either, uh, partly because they're single layer. What about Uh, fishnet? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have an unlimited supply. I do. uh, I would say keep on keeping on. Yeah, but I mean, I'm running uh, out of stockings now. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? What's he wearing, George? I feel so sexy. What's he wearing? The man in the Costco over by the snacks. (laughs) Uh, The worst masks by far were neck fleeces. Okay. uh, Also called gaiters. Uh, they're the ones neck that you wear around your neck, and a lot of people use them when they work out. They don't. Uh, they didn't block a lot of particles, though, and might actually make things worse. Uh, so Ugh. remember that if you're using those. The study found they broke saliva particles up into even smaller droplets that got through. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you might want to put those gaiters away. 
Uh, and smaller droplets can float around in the air longer, so they're more likely to get someone sick. So don't use your gators. I'm seeing a lot of variety packs. Use them. Go buy they them at, at Home Depot. Yes. Buy, a, buy, a, buy, a, buy a box of the, the paper ones. They work well. That's gators. what I use. Oh, damn it. People. Breaking up the droplets, making you look like a dick. Bad idea. More pandemic news. Americans are still going to Mexico to pay for sex, but one prostitute in Tijuana says it's not quite as many as before. Huh. One prostitute they found in That's Tijuana good. to do the yeah, interview. The Tijuana prostitute, Mike. <laughs> one American mm-hmm. man in his 50s who was interviewed anonymously. I'm getting the impression that our show prep people uh, that do a lot of this stuff for the news you may not need, maybe they're just having a few cocktails and making this stuff up. I know this. The Tijuana prostitute thought that Lost wasn't any good in season two. (laughs) (laughs) One American man in his 50s who was interviewed anonymously says he's been staying safe from coronavirus on his trips to Mexico by using wipes on his hotel room and only eating outdoors. So yeah, all all safe except maybe having sex with a prostitute in Tijuana. Wow. There you go. That sounds exciting. Was he wearing a gator? <laughs> a lot of droplets there. Oh of, my stop God. it, Rob! You see, no. Uh, he, but he, no, see, he, he's okay at it. He's, he's a little better at it. He really is. Really? He's got it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really oh. sorry about that. You know. I guess I just uh, got to find my spots. There you go. And like now that a little guy. All right, passion. <laughs> and now there's a you. You delivered today. Uh, there's a 40 year old guy. His name is Brian Duffy from Pinellas Park, Florida, and a few weeks ago he went to a 7-Eleven and got into an argument with the clerk about the price of a Slurpee. <laughs> the female clerk wound up taking the Slurpee away from Brian when he refused to pay. Well, Brian slapped the cup out of her hand so the Slurpee fell all over her. Oh, uh, dear. Brian was arrested for battery, and uh, battery. Since, uh, since he has another battery conviction, he was charged with a felony. Uh, and uh, all I have for you today is a little Mike O'Mara poetry. I love I when you write poems, yeah. Very simple. Brian Duffy would always get huffy when he thought that he might soon get screwed. He had issues with trust, he fumed and he fussed, and nothing could brighten his mood. Yet even for him, the chances were slim that this meltdown would happen at all. But when Brian felt cheated, things really got heated, and the camera soon captured it all. The Slurpee was pricey, and things got real dicey as Brian began to wail. A fight and a slap, a cashier covered in crap, and now Brian is going to jail. Thank you very much. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here all week. Yay. Great meter. Great meter. Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll take a break. Come back uh, with Rob Spiewak and the Audio Vault with passion right here on the Mike O'Mara Show. If you'd like to learn more about The Mike O'Mara Show, the Library of Congress recommends these books. Bad Dog, Shaming Your Chihuahua to Cure Its Incontinence, Butterfly Grounded, Literacy and the Modern ESOL Student, and One Fish, Two Fish, Red Loofah, Blue Loofah. These and many interesting books aren't found in your local library, but if you'd like to read more, shop Walmart and Target through the TMOS Shopping Center and share your favorites at the TMOS Fans Book Club and Recommendations page on Facebook. We'll be happy to to help you read more about it. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show. Well, it had to happen. We all know things are tough, but we never thought we'd have to fire Oscar. It's true. It's a sad day here. It really is. <laughs> uh, but as you can see, he isn't here. Oh, for sadness. Luckily, uh, Rob Ford is in union. 
We'd uh, love to have Oscar back, but uh, we need your help. Uh, please visit. Hold on, I'm getting an 800 number call. Oh, really? I take this. I don't take these very often. No. Let me do this. Hello. Hello. Maybe it's Oscar calling. He's got one of those burner cards. Oh, they hung up on me. He wants. Sometimes they smell. They're going to get. Oh yeah, they. (laughs) They don't want trouble. Yeah. Uh, Well, we'd love to have Oscar back, but we need your help. Please visit the TMO's Patron Society. That's unethical. What you're doing is unethical. Rob Spiewak wrote this. I'm throwing him under the bus. It's tongue-in-cheek. Satire. Uh, Your generosity could have him back as soon as next Monday. (laughs) (laughs) You're a funny man. You really are a funny man. All joking aside, you have the power to help him. I put the M on that. It's still funny. <laughs> Join him. the TMOS If you love Society. him, Mike, if you love him, you'll help him. <laughs> Go to MikeOMarriageShow.com. Click on the Patron Society banner and make a pledge for Oscar. One, five, ten dollars a week or any amount. I, see, I, I, I yell at Rob for doing it and then I do it more. <laughs> Even one-time donation, all for Oscar and all entirely for you. Because yes. if you're there for Oscar, he'll be there for you. If you can contribute, please do for O. Yes. Uh, your support means the world to us now more than ever. We appreciate you, and we want Oscar back. Uh, be safe. Uh, we'll podcast for food. <laughs> Oscar. Oh, hold on a second. That took out my whole thing. I got to open that. There it is. Hopefully I got it. Yeah. There it is. Uh, take it away, Rob Spiewak. We haven't done this feature in a while, Mike. It's choose your news. Okay. Do you want to hear Mike Tyson throw up? Oh boy! Are you going to give me a choice of uh, two things? No, I'm just, it's a yes or no. We can either oh, hear that's him throw. A, that's an enthusiastic capital Y E S. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very good. Just want to let you know that this is what's coming. Uh, shark Week. They finally revealed last night what his Shark Week stunt was. He swam with sharks and had to hold a female shark while they put a camera on her fin. He did it successfully, but he was very nervous before the dive. You all right? Hi. Oh. It's definitely not encouraging to see a first-time shark diver in chainmail about to get in with sharks throwing his guts up. If he throws up inside his full face mask, he's not experienced enough to know what to do. And he could panic, he could drown in his own vomit. That would be a terrible way to go. Yeah, that would be a terrible way to go. Let's hear just the beginning of that tape again. There you go. Um, one more time. It looked like mostly salt water to me. I couldn't tell. That sounds like real vomit at the pretty. Uh, that what if you got it accurate. in your mask, Mike? I, said, I don't. I don't swim with sharks. Really? Uh, I, uh, I thought, by the way, don't forget dots. dots oh, that's. Right. Oh, you're gonna do that league, right? Yeah, the dart league. It could mean anything. It'd be dots, billiards. But, but what if you get you ate a lot? Like a lot of times, you play darts in a bar. What if you got like a big meal of like potato skins? I'd throw up in my scuba man. <laughs> Iron Mike. <laughs> that is amazing. That's right. What a promo for the show, though. Exactly. Wow, fantastic. There we go. Um, oh, and also, Mike, when I emailed you, I just want you to know that uh, Twitch was kind enough to isolate this. Oh, Crusher McGee. Now, there's a country band called Old Dominion. 
And I know of them because their lead singer, Matt Ramsey, is a VCU graduate. Uh, mm-hmm. VCU, my alma mater, VCU, really top of my list right now. Oh, you'll Virginia have a story Virginia Commonwealth University. That. That's but for sure. Mm-hmm. They had a self-titled album they released in the fall of last year just called Old Dominion. And to Goose Sales, he's done a remix of some of the songs where he's replaced all the lyrics with the word meow. Kind of like in that movie Super Troopers. But I love the fact that he's singing it with all the passion of the original record. Meow, 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 meow. Song's making me nauseous. You were right. So that's the meow mix version. You know what the best part was? The best one. The best one is when he throws it. You're right, mate. It sounds like the crocodile. You all right, mate? (laughs) That is your magic audio vault. Have a great Monday, everybody. And remember, save Oscar. (laughs) That is a great start to the week. Our thanks to Tony Perkins. Yay, Tony. Tony, fantastic job. Tony Perkins show with Rob Ford, who's right there and will be joining us again on Monday. Wednesday. 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 Sorry. (laughs) Wednesday. Just what I said. Drops uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's right. Tuesday. Rob is here Monday. <laughs> the Tony Perkins show is on tomorrow, Tuesday. Right. Rob Ford's going to come back with us on Wednesday. Tomorrow, the incredibly talented and very witty Madeline Massiello will join us on the show. It should be very, very special. It was very funny when I told her that she'd be running board tomorrow. She says, are you sure you don't want Pony running board? I said, Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, it's fun, fun, fun. Anyway, uh, we'll be back with everybody tomorrow for Rob Spewick, Oscar Santana, Michael Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Anything, Rob? Ciao-ciao. Thank you. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show is made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. You all right, Mike? Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Now get home safely. Good night. It's been a good day. My God. What a good day for mankind. Good night, Jerry. Good night, Newman. Bye-bye. <laughs>